Down by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, welcome back to Racing HQ. Time now for Behind the Gates. And as I mentioned prior to the break, you can uh, join the guys with uh, with your thoughts. Text through on the text line 0419767272 and uh, shoot a question at our experts and we'll try and answer as many as we can throughout the uh, Behind the Gates segment. Uh, time to welcome in Darren Flindell out at uh, Rose Hill. What sort of a day we've got out at Rose Hill, Darren? Uh, Anthony, it's absolutely perfect. Again, this is some winter we're having. Uh, what is it, June 16 already? I think there's only been one really cold day uh, at the moment. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. There's no breeze at all. Rails back in the true position, the track looking in good shape. And overall, uh, despite the fact there were enough scratchings uh, this morning, we've certainly got uh, some fairly chunky field sizes. A multi uh, went bust uh, last week and it looks like a bit of a uh, state of origin sort of reaction here. We've got a completely <laughs> new team today. Yes, that's true. <laughs> well, better luck this time round, uh, hopefully. I was going to ask you about the scratchings. I might ask Shane O'Cass about that as we welcome Shane into the uh, into the broadcast. Uh, the mailman, a lot of scratchings there at Rose Hill. What do we put that down to, Shane? Well, yeah, I just hope we're not the Blues, Darren, uh, with all these changes, because they might be a bit of Look, I was uh, shocked this morning, like everyone else, when I saw the scratches. I didn't count them, but there was something like 30. Um, 43. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have no idea why, because as Darren said, I mean, we've got a good four in the middle of winter uh, and a really nice day. It's not like there's meetings all over the place, um, uh, sort of a Friday night meeting or, or a Monday in the city. So, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe the trainers are looking elsewhere for, for better races, but I, I don't what, know why. I mean, What was very interesting at about, I think, it, uh, actually, I'll, I'll check, about 2.43 yesterday, Chris Waller pulled, I think, the best part of five or six runners out in one hit, mm. which is mm. most unusual. Yeah, it was. Some some of them, perhaps, a uh, horse like Narito, Desert Icon, they, they drew a little bit wide, but by the same token, I mean, it's, it's Rose Hill, it's not Canterbury, so... I don't know. I was mm. very, very disappointed. I mean, what, what's the real problem for the scratchings? I think, and, and I, I think they're the bane of society, really, of racing scratchings. Is they, they muck around with the fixed odds market so much. I mean, if you want to have a fixed odds horse, say, oh, it's twenty three dollars on a, on a uh, Wednesday or something, and suddenly on Saturday morning it's eight dollars. That's the problem um, mm. with, with the scratchings. I think anyway. Mm. All right, let's get straight into it, guys. Nicole Thomas is with us from the tab as well. Uh, and as I mentioned off the top, if you're, if you're listening, you can shoot through a text to, uh, to the guys via the text line 0419767272. First off, we've got a, a note here has come through from uh, Nick from Newcastle. Morning, boys. What's your thoughts on tradition in race four? We'll enjoy a, a good track. Last start, second to, Gr- to Grabeni, but had to go through a bit of traffic in the straight. Enjoy the show and good luck with the Maltese boys. Uh, Nicole, first off, the market, and then we'll get the thoughts of Darren and Shane. Yeah, here in race four, we've got uh, number two, Man Behind the Money, $3.90. Adjourn number three at $9. Touristic number four is $6.50. Grabeni number five is $2.40 and favourite. Field Legend number six is $41. Uh, Tradition number 10 is $8. Ring Ahoy number 12, 13. And Vieldemore number 15 is a $31 chance. And that was the market you wanted. Anthony, this is my first time on this behind the gates as well. So yeah. did you want race four? Is it's, that right? It's all a bit of a... Um, we're just... It's, we just run it as, as it sort of comes to mind. There's no, <laughs> there's no path to really s- to follow from what I can gather. And, and um, I'm just asking the listeners to text in and, and we'll, um, we'll just shoot from the hip. So we started with race four. Yep, you, you're spot on. Darren, what are your thoughts there? And that listener was keen on tradition. 
Yeah, I can't say I could see Tradition uh, being a winning chance in this race today. I just don't see how he could really turn it around on Grabini, considering that the weights are pretty much the same. I think Grabini's only got a kilo extra to carry, and uh, Tradition's got the same weight, so I can't really make a case in that respect. I think Grabini comfortably accounted for Tradition there last time out. I really like the win at the midweeker of Annabelle Neesham's import, Man Behind the Money at his third start. When stepping up to the 1900 metres, it was a classic James McDonald ride. He took off at the right time at about the 600 metres and all of a sudden the horse has gone from the second half of the field to up there driving to the front, turning for home. But he looked really impressive and I want to uh, stick with Man Behind the Money. I think there's a bit of upside with him. So Man Behind the Money and Grabini are the only who I was really looking at as the winning chances in this. Shane, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look, I, I kind of, I certainly agree with Darren Reed, the tradition the Grabini set up. I thought Grabini was holding the horse pretty comfortably there at uh, Rose Hill last night, although that was a good run by tradition. He was hitting the line. Well, he's consistent enough. He just doesn't win a whole lot. Should get a good run from five. But look, I think Grabini's just in a great spot at the moment. He's, he's won his last two. Uh, he's a very happy horse. Same sort of setup here, same distance, same track, same jockey. The barrier, look, if he gets the same run that he did uh, when he won, I, I think he'll just do it again. But uh, Look, I mean, he did get a charmed run last start. Whether that and he drew nine. Now, if that happens again, good. Uh, but gee, who knows? Barry Ten's still pretty wide, um, so we'll see how that goes. And I thought a Jern could be um, could be a little bit of a, a player here. Uh, he, he only won a class one there at the provincials, but he's a, a winner at Doncaster uh, in uh, England. So he's a pretty fair horse on his day, and he's got Dylan Gibbons to ride. So yeah, an interesting little staying race. All right, so to answer your question there, uh, tradition race number four. The boys are pretty keen on Grabeni. And I must admit, we interviewed uh, Gerald Ryan this this morning, and when I sort of first picked up the form guide and looked at Grabeni, it, it profiled almost exactly the same as his, his last win. It was the same distance, same class, same track, uh, basically the same barrier, and he only went up a kilo in the weights. It, he, he really jumped off the page to me with when you consider all those things, so... I'm with you guys. I thought he looked pretty hard to beat. Um, let's have a look at race five here, Nicole. Uh, a listener has just texted in. Jeff from Kalala Beach. Faulkner Park. What do we make of Faulkner Park, guys? Um, has been well-travelled in his two wins. Kembler up to Doombin and now down to Sydney. Where does he line up? Uh, first, the, Firstly, the market with you, Nicole. Number one, Naval College, four twenty. Two, Tony B is $6.50. Number three, Claim the Crown at 21 Scratch the four. Number five, Miracle Spin at $4.20, Scratch the six. And Faulkner Park, the one you're talking about, the favourite, number seven, it's $2.60 now and it's actually been backed in from $3.70 overall. So really good market support. That's even after taking into account the deduction. Scratch number eight, number nine, Union Gap, $7.50. Scratch the ten. Stepley, number 11, is 41 And Golf of Tamini, number 12, is an $81 chance. But yeah, Really good money for Faulkner Park, this favourite. Darren, what do you think? Is he the real deal, Faulkner Park? He looks um, well, well, well above average, and there's probably another win in him. I'm just not entirely sure whether it's today or not, but yeah, he absolutely toyed with him up there at Doom, and it was a pretty shallow type of race. He was twos on. He took off at the 600 metres. It was a cosy win. I uh, I like the way he was trialling before he won the, the race at Kembla, because uh, he He's an ex-Irish horse, this one, the Faulkner Park. But, yeah, there looks to be a lot of upside with him. He's still only rated 75. Um, yeah, I like him, but I like Miracle Spin as well. He's just having such a good preparation, with the exception of that one blip at Warwick Farm on the heavy track back in March. Uh, he's just run well every time. 
And uh, last time at Randwick, Noble College was getting a beautiful run there on the back of the speed, went up the inside and won narrowly, but Miracle Spin had to loop the field from last right down the outside and, and thundered home. I just think now in a, a smaller field, a kind of draw there for Miracle Spin, that he's got to be a winning chance again with Faulkner Park. And Naval College, I, I don't want to dismiss him either, but uh, just looking at the fact now he's up three kilos in the weight, and I'm not entirely sure where he's going to be from what is uh, second from the outside gate here today, Naval College. But I did make him the third pick, so I went five, five, seven, and one. First leg of the big six today, and there's another jackpot today. They've been tipping these jackpots in each Saturday. Probably because they're so hard to win. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, in that first leg, I'll uh, only be focusing on numbers 1, 5 and 7. I've had a gut full of Tony B. Yeah, fair enough too. Shane, what do you think about Faulkner Park thoughts? Well, I, I was watching that last race at Kembla that, when he made his Australian debut and I was watching it quite, him in particular because mm. he was 390 into 230. He was off the map. I, I didn't tip him, by the way. I agree with Darren. He was trialling well, but I just thought it was a bit much for him from the wide draw. He was last. He came right around them. He took the whole field and finished on the grandstand side uh, and won, you know, not by far, but he was going away at the end. I can't vouch for that race of doom, but I don't, I don't really know much about those horses. I think one of them might have come out and won, but uh, nonetheless, it's still certainly not a Saturday Sydney Metro race is what he has to do. Look, I respect the market, and I respect the fact that the horse is untapped, so we don't really know where he's going to end up. He is getting short enough, I must say, given some of the horses that he'll be racing against, Miracle Spin certainly being one. Um, well, I, I think Tony B's probably run out of chances, but in saying that, he he does get one more today, I think, because he's at home. It's a small field, smallish. He won't have to run past, you know, 13 and 14 horses like he's asked to do sometimes. So, you know, he's drawn well. Hopefully there's a bit of pace on. But I'm, I'm kind of with Faulkner Park just on the fact that he's untapped. But I'm starting to dislike the price. Mm, he strikes me as a sort of horse, just with his profile, he, he might even trim up a little bit shorter than what he is. He's... He's 260 at the moment, but his profile suggests he might be a bit, bit shorter by the time they jump. We'll see how that one plays out. Let's uh, move along. Uh, got a, a text here from a listener about race number 10. Uh, morning all. Spatch has backed Grisilla Styler in race 10 for our punters clubs, or our punters club. Any thoughts? Thanks, Watto. Uh, Grisilla Styler in race 10. Nicole, what price is it currently? Currently $4.80, and overall there is a deduction, but it's been $6 into $4.80. Just drifting out of touch this morning, though, but there is some market support overall for Grassilli style in number six. Uh, and I mentioned the market. We've got number two, Garrison, $8.50. Three, Danish Prince, $16. Livoire, number four, $31. Two, Big Fari, number five, is $26. Uh, number seven, From the Bush, $21. Eight, Super Effort, $15. Plundering, number nine. There's some support today for plundering. It's $4.40. So am I, is another one that punted like today into $6. Walk and Talk in $34 and Cosmic Minerva is $4.60 and there is market support overall for it, 6 into $4.60. But Grisilli Styler, there is a little bit of support into that $4.80 overall. Darren, I thought you... Th- you liked um, Cosmic Minerva here, didn't you? This was your best, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I've been really impressed with the way he's been trialling. He's sort of not a horse that's been on my radar before, but he won his first trial. I think that was at Warwick Farm, and I put him down on my little black book there, and then he's trialled really well again at Rose Hill on the 6th. So uh, I'm going this way. Bjorn Baker, he, his training performance last week was phenomenal. Um, five out of six 
and battled and went so close to making it six out of six there for the yard. This is showing me at the trials he's going really well. The stable's on fire. I just want to see Bjorn wearing that uh, that spiffy scarf of his again today. That lucky <laughs> scarf, <laughs> which was uh, highly sought after after the last race last week. But I do recognise that Grasselis Dialer on, on face value looked a bit stiff. Um, it would have been nice just to see if that run opened up what he what he could have done, but it keeps us guessing and it lures us in today with Grasselis Dialer. And the other one I was looking at, so am I, who's proving to be a little bit costly, but uh, he's come up with a much better gait today, so I'm hoping so am I won't be getting that far back. He had the nine last time, he had the ten prior to that and uh, and had a couple of tough runs. We've Tyler Sheeler on from a good gate today. So am I might be a whole lot closer. I think super effort will be hitting the line well. It's probably the way, how's this track going to ride today? Being so dry, uh, do we have to worry about uh, focusing on those on the pace and, and close to the fence? That was sort of the case here at the last meeting, but the rail was well out. But I always get really worried at Rose Hill. Well, we only normally worry about this in the summer months, but it's been such a dry winter being on back markers so I want to be very cautious with that today but I think Cosmic Minerva will be right up there determining his own own fate What did you think of that race um, Shane, any thoughts on Gristilla Siler in particular? Yeah, well interesting, um, this horse is the son of Catkins, won a million races at Rose Hill um, Gristilla Siler hasn't yet won at Rose Hill in, in five starts but if you have a look at some of its runs, it ran fourth to Waterford one day, it ran 1.2 lengths fourth to Think About It in a 13.50 which is pretty handy form at Rose anywhere and at last night of course it was you know famously unlucky it probably would have got closer to the win i don't know if it would have won so uh long story short yeah look has to be a very good chance i'm with super effort um one of the job uh, ryan and sterling alexio horses uh, third up today the first two runs in this time in have been pretty good i, I think he's, he's uh, ready to do something the, the problem is barrier 11 and i just I couldn't agree more with what darren just said about the uh the, the potential for sort of on fence uh, situation there today because I remember a few summers ago at Rose Hill when it was a, you know they went through a hot streak. Every single horse basically was leader fence and you just could not win from two or three off or coming from behind. So I don't know maybe that's why a few people are scratching today from wide draws and mm. they're, they're sort of forecasting that how it might be. But look until it happens, I'm, I'm still with Super Effort in the last. So I think he's peaking there today. All right, Super Effort in the last, but uh, yeah, Gracilla Silas, some hope there according to our experts um to that to, to that listener all right guys let's uh let's go back to race three now it's the bane of it's the bane of the multi i know and darren i'll get your thoughts on the tab highway there's a, a listener that's text in um morning lads any chance we can ban the highway from being included in the multi at least yeah we might fair get, enough yeah i mean this was <laughs> dis- this was discussed yesterday wasn't it <laughs> yeah i was the offender last week i never ever do it brad davidson loves the loves the highways mm. and then i got all carried away by zoatica last week and uh, we're out of play immediately <laughs> mm. so you'd be all for it then yes Okay. I do have another listener that's uh, text in wanting to ask about uh, two lightly raced youngsters uh, that look to have upside. Uh, Acapella's son uh, has been racing well, unlucky at its most recent run, lightly weighted, gets a claim uh, for Amy McLucas, and the top weight. What's the top weight? Uh, well, it's come out, so we can disregard that. Baradas, it's come out. But Acapella's son Probably there for that. referring to Unravel then? Uh, perhaps they are, yeah. Number two, Unravel, both lightly raced. Um, Nicole, firstly, uh, the market. What's the, the current market for the Tab Highway? And then we'll get Darren's thoughts. 
Yeah, I'll go in market order for this one. Unravel, it is the $3.50 favourite here. Number two, seven, Gumeri, it's $3.80. Acapella Sun, number three, $6.50. Susu, number nine, is $10. Six, Our Boy Ollie, $12 chance. Jacenza, number five, 13. Sir Ming, number 12, is $18. Zaru, number four, is 19. Crop Duster, number 17, is $26. Denny Gal, number 19, $34. And the rest pretty rough at $41 or better. But Unravel, it's been well supported for 60 into $3.50 overall, but excellent support, even more support, I think, for Gumeri, number seven, $6 into three eighty overall. Now, Darren, I noticed with your tips when I was reading them out during the form preview, you went with the, the proven highway performer, albeit she hasn't won one, but she's, she's mm. come and she's raced competitively, so you, you, you're leaning towards that sort of form reference these days, you want to have seen them run in one? Absolutely, and mm. uh, she, she was a bit stiff uh, last time here a fortnight ago, Acapella Sun, I'm just hoping the same problem doesn't arise today. Uh, with mm. such a big field, drawn the fence, sort of getting shunted back on the inside. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just stick with the horse on the fence at least. Uh, Acapella yep. Sun was unlucky last time out. And Amy McLucas rides really well in these highway races. So I had her on top. Um, the Masara runner here, Unravel, looks very attractive as well. I mean, Aaron Bullock's strike rate with Paul Masara is terrific uh, in recent times. And I just think it'll be in the right spot as well, Unravel. So I went three over two. And um, so, Nicole, th- this number seven here, is it Goomerai or Gumeri? Or... Goomerai. It's Goomerai. Goomerai. I spoke to Matt this yeah. morning um, just after 6.30am oh, and I confirmed that it's Goomerai. I wrote that down here because that's how Terry Spargo mm. called it, and he was very. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was. He, he, well, I thought he'd know, being a Queenslander. So, <laughs> uh, yes, um, yeah. Obviously, Goomerai adds a fair bit of interest to the race as well. But I'll go with Acapella Sun each way. Right, uh, Darren, just before I get to Shane, is she only little Acapella Sun? I just can't remember. I've seen her at Wagga during the carnival. He always claims with her. I'm just wondering if she's little or maybe she goes better for the girls. I've got a feeling there isn't a great deal of her. Because mm. he always claims with her. Every run, Matt Dale's claimed mm. with her. So mm. she's, only, she's only little, obviously. All right, your thoughts, Shane? Yeah, well, little is uh, the complete opposite of my tip, Dumarai. <clears throat> he's a big horse, and he's a beautiful horse, too. He's a son of uh, Vancouver, and he looks a lot like him. Uh, he's Grandam's private steer, who is, a lot of people would remember as an absolutely fantastic mare for John O'Shea. Look, I've, I've watched the horse's two wings um, follow, follow um, that part of the world. He's, he was fantastic on debut. He just ran them off their feet, but he didn't look to be going that fast because he covers the ground so well. Uh, and then he, he skipped into a class two, and I spoke to Matt Dunn beforehand and you know, I, I suggested to him that that was obviously quite a skip, and he said, no, it wasn't. No, he doesn't, And he doesn't mind doing it when horses win the way this horse won. So obviously he won, and now he's picked out this highway, which I understand he had actually picked out for the horse prior to its win in the class two. Now, look, it, it will all depend, I suppose, on where the horse is in the run, because so far he's been out in front and been able to more or less dictate, but from out there, um, look, horses are surely going to push up on his inside. I don't know how much gate speed he's got and where he's going to be, but thankfully it's Nashua Willa, and I'm sure that they will have a plan uh, if the horse happens to be trapped at a little bit wide, but it, look, even in saying that, I'd prefer the horse to be out wide than cluttered up, because he's not that style of horse that's Going to, you'd want to see fifth fence or anything like that. So questions will be asked, and I think they'll be answered. I, I'm not at all convinced that this horse won't actually go on and be a be a stakes horse. Which um, he's got to get through today, but I think he's pretty good. And, and I know Matt Dunn's got a big rap on him. He's got a great action. He's got a great pedigree. So 
Look, I, I think he might go on with it, this horse. Yeah, Matt Dunn's got a, a decent rap on him. It's worth noting it's Matt Dunn's first tab highway runner in two and a half years. Of course, he had the stable here ah. in Sydney and the stable at Mwillimbar, but because he was having a dual stable, uh, he wasn't eligible for the tab highways for a certain period of time. Then he made the decision to move back to Mwillimbar full-time, and that being his primary base, but then they gave him a, a six-month uh, exclusion, if you like, and he wasn't able to to run a, a highway winner, a highway runner for six months, and that's now time up. Mm-hmm. And this is his first one for two and a half years, so yep. um, he's he's picked a good one to come to town with. Yep. Um, let's have a look at uh, race two. This is the the midway. We've got a, a listener here who's who's texting. Uh, Morning, boys. Your thoughts on ripped in the midway, please. Uh, also, Anthony, I'm heading down to Kembla to watch a horse. I have a share in Lumiere Race 1. Just wondering your thoughts with your knowledge of the form at Kembla Grange. Thanks, Russell from Penrith. Well, firstly, Russell from Penrith um, at Kembla. Yeah, I think you can win. A uh, favourite down there is Kingdom of Logris, who's come up about 250. I got beat at Nowra last start, and it appears under the odds. So I think you can win again Race 1 at Kembla at Lumiere. I'd be taking the 420 on offer. Uh, Ripped, though, is the, uh, is the other one he was keen to know about in Race 2. Nicole, what price is Ripped currently? Race two at Rose Hill. Yeah, Ripped is currently in the uh, $7 chance, and we actually went up a really big price about it, $23 into 7 So it's been a really big shortener at decent odds there for number 11. And I'll mention the market in market order, Sweet Mercy, number 13, our favourite at $4. And there has been good support for it as well, in from seven fifty. Nineteen Deep Opinions is a $6.50 chance. Second favourite in from $10 as well. Ripped, as we mentioned, a $7 chance. Third favourite there, number 11. And money for those top three in the market. Oakfield Waratah, number 17, is a $10 chance. Number one, Dr. Evil, also 10, along with Timpanus, number 12, and the rest there at $15 or better. All right. Uh, Ripped was a big run, big run at Warwick Farm, first up over 1,400 metres, and this longer trip today is going to be more suitable. But what worries me, I'm pretty certain he's going to be in the second half of the field, if not further back. Ripped, if you're at Ramwick, I would have had him a lot higher in the picks, but I put him down as fourth best here. I think Dr. Evil's pretty well placed in this race today. Uh, they've booked Aaron Bullock for the ride, so there won't be any too much uh, extra lead in the bag for the 62 that Dr. Evil's got to carry. But off he's rating a 76 and a midway today, drawn towards the inside. I just think he'll be getting those rails runs and might just be a little bit better than these. His first up run was really good off the back of um, what I thought was a very sharp type of trial. But he got the gap. He actually got to second at one stage, but Green Shadows knocked him off. It was a big win by Fearson. I think this is a considerably easier assignment today for Dr. Evil, so I've only really got eyes for him. Deep Opinions was my second pick, and then Burning Need, who was a good run last time out, but I think Dr. Evil, if he can sort of position up three, four back the fence in this big field, he'll be pretty hard to hold out when he gets the gap. Shane, what did you think of the midway? Yeah, look, I thought the stars aligned for uh, Ripped today, provided the track plays fair to horses that are getting back, because as Darren said, the horse will definitely be uh, in the the second half, if not a bit worse. But look, he's got the good track that he needs, uh, literally, because they tend to keep him away from heavy, and he runs on soft tracks. Look, he can handle a five, um, but anything worse than that, he's not really spectacular in. So look, the way that he can accelerate when the race is all over, a 1500 makes it a perfect trip for him, and like Darren said, he was fantastic. Fantastic there at Warwick Farm. And uh, look, I'm not alone in saying that, but I think Jason Cobbett's the 
best backmarker jockey uh, mm. in uh, the business. He knows when to push the button, and he usually gets the timing right. So uh, he's riding for his dad, so I'm, I'm sure he'll want to get the timing right. So, yeah, ripped on top for me. I thought Burning Need is getting pretty close there uh, to winning one. Uh, again, another horse that's going to be coming from off the speed and will require a, a tempo, <clears throat> but you'd assume there will be one. And, uh, look, he doesn't win out of turn, but I do think he's, he's, uh, he's getting close. All right, so uh, for that listener, ripped. Yeah, a big push there from uh, from Shane Ocas. So uh, you can go and have your bet on uh, ripped. It's got a, a great chance, according to Shane. Let's move on. Race number eight. We've got a, a listener that's texted in. And before I get to that listener, there's a wrap for you, Nicole. This is your first time on um, uh, Behind the Gates. Uh, Nicole is terrific and a great communicator at announcing the market movers. Cheers, Tony. You've got a phone. Thanks, Tony. Oh, Isn't Tony that lovely? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, there was another listener actually texted in a, a little earlier, and um, I hope I'm not uh, being inappropriate here. But he asked if you were if you were single. <laughs> oh, no. you don't have to answer it on air, but I'm just I'm just telling you what he wrote. No, no, I uh, I do I do have a partner, but um, it's it's flattering nonetheless, mm, got, isn't it? You've got plenty of fans out there. <laughs> uh, race number eight, guys. I'm very keen to uh, to get your thoughts, and so is this listener that's um, that's texted in, uh, Daryl from Bathurst. I can't get my head around race eight, horse number nine, Masquerade. It's firm in the market, no trials. What do we make of it? Uh, firstly, the market, Nicole. Yeah, I mentioned Masquerade first, number nine. It's a $6 chance and in from $9 overall. So these good market support. Mirror View is the favourite, number three. It's actually come in this morning as well. It's $4.20. Number four, Vienna Princess, five fifty. dollars And Masquerade, we mentioned, number nine, the $6 third favourite. And again, number 14 is a $9 chance. 10 Pretty Wild at 10. Ring of Rosa, number six, is also $10. Darylina Bell had some market support early, number seven. It's $11 now and the rest 14 or greater. Darren Masquerade, what do we make of this uh, mare? She's a very interesting import. They paid about 290,000 euros for her as a tried horse. First up, she's had two mm. jump outs at Flemington, but no public trials, and sometimes those jump outs, they're hard to get a guide on. What did you make of her? Yeah, I didn't see the, the jump out, but through process of elimination, I, I've tipped her on top because I was going through the field a few times, and I thought, well, I, I just don't like any of these. And then just looking at the profile of Masquerade and the fact she's been so hard in the market since the, the prices went up on Wednesday, I've decided to, to go with her. But, boy, when it gets down to um, doing the big six ladder, I might do one ticket just with her or her owner for a small amount and then another one casting a really wide net because if she's not up to the task, I, I don't really know where to look from there. Uh, Vienna Princess ran really well uh, first up and hopefully from uh, a better... Well, actually, she drew well, but she still ended up last uh, turning for home. So not exactly sure where she's going to wind up in the run Vienna Princess, but the last run was good. Mirror View's probably got the tactical speed to, to map well. And Ring Rosa was a big win at Warwick Farm at the midweek. Zorro Cat looked home and then Ring Rosa charged down the outside and got there late. And she's won four out of nine now, Ring Rosa. So I can't be too dismissive of her. Just depends where she ends up in the run. So not a race I could get my teeth into here. What did you make of Masquerade, Shane? Well, looking at her French form, uh, just on the face of it, she's never been beaten more than that 3.9 lengths and they're enlisted and group three races at you know Chantier and Long, Long Trump. So that should 
really stack up in a Saturday uh, off-season race anyway. Um, look, I, I thought the money for her was just the fact that she should probably never have been $10, that it was just a bit overs and a bit too attractive for people. And then, you know, everyone sort of jumped on the on the juggernaut. But I'll be interested to see what the flux are a bit closer to the race um, because I, I don't I didn't see the jump-outs. I mean, it'll be a big effort if she wins, but I'm not saying she won't. But uh, look, I, I thought um, the stablemate was the better bet, uh, Vienna Princess. Um, she was somehow $26 first up for no good reason. I, I, I'm not sure why she was, but she actually ran a terrific race. She ran second there to Mirrorview, who's uh, in, in this race again, of course, today. Um, I, I can't see why Vienna Princess won't improve. Uh, she's at home. She's got Nashville Willow from Gate 5, and she's a stakes winner. So, um, I look, just at the two, of the fact that I know one and I don't know the other, uh, I'm going to go with Vienna Princess. Yeah, and sometimes that does count for a fair bit. Sometimes, you, I mean, it's like when these horses come out for the Melbourne Cup, isn't it? You, you want to see them run before you can put your hard-earned on. And is, is that the yeah. case with Masquerade from your point of view, Shane? Well, yes, but um, look, I mean, Chris Wall is very good at mm. uh, at getting at, at everything, but he's very good, Darren. I'll tell you, horses that don't trial uh, mm. in the public. Um, look, sometimes he takes them to a, a Warwick Farm midweeker, you know, when they're in a sixteen hundred metre race, and you think, oh, well, who's this? And they're suddenly very well backed, and they run really well. So. Uh, look, you obviously have to respect the stable and uh, respect the money. But like I said, I'd like to see what happens just before the race rather than sort of what's happened early on when people are just charging in. Yep, OK. Let's move to uh, race number nine. Another listener here. Uh, Brendan from Aldbury has, uh, has texted in. Uh, guys, I'd like to get your thoughts on Space Tracker in race number nine. Uh, very short in the market now. Has he been overcooked off one run? Would like to see... Uh, would like to see him do it again. Uh, Nicole, what price is he now? When we did our uh, form preview um, on 8am, was around about $2 even, I think. Has he eased Ooh. or firm since then? Yeah, it was even money, and it sort of drifted back out to 240 back into 220 now. So it's drifted out from $2 since this morning, uh, but still very short, and it's been a big go overall, Space Tracker. I think even if you take into account a $0.35 cent deduction, $4 into $2.20, so incredibly well-backed in this race. Robusto number one is next in the market at $5. Vintage Choice number 13, eight fifty. Morris's Me Dad has had a little bm. bit of support, number five into the $9 price from 11 today. Ella Tiama number 12 is $11.00. Attractable 14 and anything goes number 8, 17. The bottom three pretty rough, 23 or better. All right, Darren, what do you think about Space Tracker? He did go very well first up. He did. I've got to be honest, uh, calling the race, I thought he was going to go straight past them and mm. uh, go in and win. And he had a, a beautiful trail into the race. Um, did he just need that, that blowout? Um, probably so. Jet Stanley was on him that day so he knows uh, what to expect between pretty skinny odds i've just got that little niggling doubt in my my head about him cause only because i you know when, when you're calling certain races you just you get the feel that this is going best and and we'll go past them and he didn't um i'm going to go with the other import the stable mate vintage choice they scratched from what i thought was a very winnable race during the week in preference to run here today and he's going out at $8.50. I didn't mind the first up run at Scone. Uh, that run suggested he's going to need further and then it was a, a fair run at Warwick Farm over 1,400 metres but he's got to be fully fit now, uh, Vintage Choice, and I'm going to take the value option about him here. Vintage Choice over Space Tracker. 
uh, Robusto. And Phillipsburg's my little roughy in the race here. Phillipsburg, um, I like the way he trialed leading up to his return at Warwick Farm. And I thought he was going to be in the finish there. And he just seemed to, to peak on the run. But second up here today, he's the second up winner in the past. I'll be throwing him in the Exotics Phillipsburg. All right, our colleague upstairs will be pretty uh, pretty keen to hear that, uh, Andrew yes. Martin on Sky Racing 1, and a good friend of yours as well, Shane. Yeah, yeah, Amato uh, and John Stanley, the other champion radio broadcaster. Terrific fellas both. There as well. So they will be chuffed. Uh, look, Marto has, has reported, Darren, that um, the horse is over, as he reckons. So, uh, mm. look, he's an honest horse. I will give him that. He doesn't win out of turn, but he tries very hard. Uh, the horse now, Look, just for his space tracker, I, I, look, I agree with Darren. Look, he, he drew barrier three that day, first up at Rose Hill. He was boxing the fence. He peeled off their back, and he didn't win an easier race. So barrier eight today in a harder race. Oh, geez, this Annabelle Neeson tax seems to be coming into play. These horses is pretty short, some mm. of them from the stable. So not an outright lay for me, but I couldn't have him at the price. Uh, instead, I like Cross the Rubicon, uh, one of Brad Widdop's horses. Um, look, she probably does herself no favours. She can bomb the start every now and then, and even if she doesn't, she's always giving away a pretty big head start. But look, nothing finishes quicker than her, certainly in this race. And uh, I, I maintain she should have finished a lot closer in the Provincial Midway Championship final to Spangler. She, she just really was slow out, giving away a mm. massive start at the turn and, and flew home. So look, she's a quality mare on a day. Uh, she can definitely win races. It's just a matter of what happens early uh, for her and if she can get some room out there from Barrier 3 uh, and finish on a fair track too. All right, uh, guys, it's 20 minutes to 11, so it's time now to uh, announce our selections for the Behind the Gates multi for these four horses to run top four. Now, I'll start. Uh, mine is in race seven, horse number 12, Zoom On. I'm not getting too adventurous for today's um, Behind the Gates multi. I don't want to uh, cop the blame. Uh, and I thought he ran terrific. He, he's first up at 1,800 metres, um, and he fought it out all the way down the home straight with Max Schnell. I mean, uh, he did everything but win. As I said, first up at 1,800. He's had that run now, 2,000 metres. Looks to get complete control on paper. And uh, oh, I, I couldn't see him missing top four. So, as I said, not getting too adventurous with mine. Race seven, horse number 12, Zoom on. Uh, Shane, who are you with? Yes, I'm uh, with uh, Broodnell, race six, number one. One of the Chris Lee's horses was here today. I'm very concerned about the barrier, uh, but the horse has been trialling terrifically well. He's won four out of seven. They gave him a dash at English Sprint last start down in Victoria uh, in the spring, and he ran fifth, which is a pretty commendable effort for a horse that's only just sort of progressing through its grade. So I hope Dylan Gibbons can work some of his magic early on because um, he's a pretty fair horse, Broodnell. If he can overcome that draw, I, I think he can win. All right, uh, Darren. It's a funny story there. Um, I think Shane and I clashed uh, in the last race, and I just checked the email before I was ready to leave, and we both had a pick in the last. So I said, "All right, well, we'll chuck me on Brudenell then in in uh, in race six. But uh, Shane's opted to go for Brudenell, so there you go. We've we've double dipped there on it. Uh, so I'll be going with my original pick, Cosmic Minerva, who I'm going to make the the best bet today. I just think from me from the trials, he looks to be flying. And uh, I, I don't think you'll be missing the, the top four as for, the, for the purpose of our multi today. So Cosmic Minerva's my go. All right. And, uh, Nicole, what was yours? 
Well, um, I've injected a little bit more value in the multi. You, you three, they're favourites. Uh, hopefully, we. Hopefully, I'm saying that, and mine doesn't go over. Uh, so, mine's race nine, number five. Morris is me dad. It's nine dollars at the moment. Uh, first up, run behind Robusto was great. Finished strongly. Mm. Should improve second up. And I think the key here really is the barrier. Barrier mm. one should get a really nice run. Surely he can come top four. And there's a little bit of support into the nine dollars too. So, that's my selection. And I'll run through the price. Of, of your ones. Brudenell, race six, number one, is currently 4.20. Bit of support for it. Zoom on, 2.20, race seven, number 12. Morris's Me Dad Mine, race nine, number five, $9. And Cosmic Minerva, race 10, number 12, is $4.60. I can tell you uh, the odds you can get with all of them to finish top four is $5.50, uh, max bet $25. And oh. also, if you could, if you multi them all up the place, if you trust us that much, you can also get four of them the place. You can get around the $10 mark as well, another way to play. All right, and Nicole, just um, for our listeners that uh, might be playing behind the gates multi for the first time, where can they find it on the app and the website? That is a really good question. Because we get it every week, and I'm sorry if I put you on the spot. Yeah, that is a really good question. I actually did ask this myself, and I'm because okay. it's my first time, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. You might have to take Darren's this one for me, Darren. Right, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll help it. I'll play the, the hurls role here. Okay, Thank go you. To the app. Uh, click on sports, then scroll down to today's offers. And uh, I'm not sure if it's actually open right yet. I'm just scrolling down. I can't see it. I think, I think they hit the button right on. Oh, here we go. No, it is there. Yep, it's good to go. So sports today's offers behind the gates multi five fifty. Well, yep. I, th- I was getting a bit more excited when uh, I heard Nicole putting Morris as me dad in. I thought you beauty will get a. Well, I thought a better <laughs> price than that. <laughs> and that is the same on the website as well. So I've just uh, just confirm that so it's sports today's offers and behind the gates multi 550 for all those horses to run top four uh, top four and max bet of 25 dollars and that is open now you can bet via the app and the website all right guys we've got five more minutes before we wrap up so darren have you got any commitments there or are you no, right for another good. five more minutes yep, all good all right uh, one listener just, just a small field of eight in the first, which will be quite a luxury compared to what we're dealing with in races <laughs> two and three. Yes, yes, that's not going to be much fun. Those midways and the highways—they line up for them, don't they? Uh, speaking of race number one, uh, I did have a listener text in. This was more for you, Shane. Yep. Um, this uh, particular listener found a found a spot for Steel Blaze uh, near enough to a hundred to one in race number. Race one, horse number 11. Uh, can you make a case for it at all? Well, I, I can because I've got it for second. Um, Do you really? Uh, this cool. horse was $126 at one point in betting uh, yesterday, which, uh, look, I, I know the, the Waller horse will be very hard to beat too, the La Vida, and, and it probably will win. Uh, but um, Steel Blaze went fourth to this horse last start and was really eating up the ground uh, late and it was only first up. Um, it's very well bred. Uh, you, you probably remember a mare called Aliana Tilde um, who was a very good 10 furlong horse uh, back in the day and she's gone on to be quite a good brood mare and look I, I just I don't know whether it's because they're um, with all respects to the great man Brett Lazzarini whether they're just a, you know, a small stable that's being ignored a little bit um, coming up for a race like this but he's a smart trainer. The horse is pretty handy um, and look he won't know his price when he's out there at $81. It's a, it's a small field. There's no particular reason why this horse can't be a little tiny bit closer over 1400 than it was at 1300 And uh, it's only going to run second, and it'll pay, uh, it'll pay good. What did you think, Darren? Any hope? 
Oh, I, to be honest, uh, I think when I looked at the prices yesterday, before the scratchings, it was actually $251 mm. steel blaze. Mm. Uh, so I've got to say, I didn't pay it, uh, much attention. But yeah, less than five lengths behind congregation last time out, and the advantage of barrier number one, it might be able to sneak into a hole. I thought uh, Tuta La Vita was the one, obviously, no luck uh, last time out. Still thought she was going to win about uh, 20 metres before the post, but she just fell an inch short to congregation. But in this company today, she looked to be the one. I've always I sort of liked the way Mogway was trialling uh, leading up to his starts, and he's had the two runs now. He's been beaten twice, but he's he's gone close on both occasions, flying trapeze. And the one I liked at all right odds is gelatin he might want even further than the 1400 meters but i like the way he got to the line at warwick farm over 1200 meters and i think he'd be really well suited by this longer trip today so um it's sort of hard to get any value out of the race i might be looking at gelatin as a bit of a place bet it sounds like he got that pronunciation of uh, tuta levita down pat we had a <laughs> italian listener text in and and give us the correct pronunciation so you're across it well, what happened when it <laughs> when it ran last time? I just went with the Tuta Levita, mm. and I got a, a pretty stern voice message through from Mrs. Walker Dale's. Ah, Mrs. of course, she's Italian. Yes, and she uh, she made it very clear to me um, how it goes. And actually, I might uh, might just play it then. I think yeah. it's still here. Yeah, <laughs> so we can all listen to it. Do that, Hello, Darren. As a proud Italian, it's not Tuta Levita. It's Tutta la vita. Tutta la vita. <laughs> there, you there you go. There you go. That's terrific. Well, you will, uh, you'll get it spot on for sure. Uh, all right, we might let you go then, Darren, because your first race, I can see, is only 11 minutes away, so they'll be in the mounting yard for the first. And, um, yeah, good calling today. Cheers. Tata. Tata. Yes, of course. Tata. Uh, Shane, thanks so much for your, uh, for your contribution on the show and, and good punting today. Best of luck with them. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Good luck to all the listeners. And Nicole, thank you again for the second time. I, I, I didn't give you enough credit earlier on when I spoke to you. I said we'll speak to you during the week, not realising that we're only going to speak to you 30 or 40 minutes later. But thanks again for your help throughout the morning. Uh, that's okay. It's been an absolute pleasure. A lot of fun, this one. And a behind the gates multi, give it strength today, that $5.50. We'll see how we go. Thanks, Nicole. Speak soon. Thanks, Anthony. All right, that is uh, Behind the Gates. Just had one listener text in asking for a couple of tips. He says, uh, morning, boys. Great show again. Just checking to see if Anthony has any special bets today. Thanks, Rob. Well, I do, Rob, while I've got about 90 seconds or so. Uh, Kembla race two, number two. It's come up nice and short. Trizzy, uh, race two, number two. And in race three, horse number nine, Cadell. I reckon those two horses will go pretty close. So see how you go with those two.